0: Welcome to episode 11 of the Shirts and Skins podcast. It's that time of week again. We have to go into the review. I hope that you listened to last week's podcast because if you did, this one's going to be, I mean, the last one was great, but this one's going to be particularly great. Uh, how about the Washington uh, football team? Hail to the rescue.
1: Boy, did they look good. I mean, I don't know. Last week, there was a lot of heat thrown towards a certain you know, team for losing. And I recall us saying, God, I hope that the Steelers lose. And the football gods have answered these prayers. And the Pittsburgh Steelers have lost to a team with no name. Like, the Washington football team. That's a college. The
0: undefeated Steelers. Like, that's a college
1: team. So that. I recall you saying that we need this because the Pittsburgh, I mean the uh, New England Patriots are the, the undefeated and they're holding us over our heads and we got to have this too. And uh, the Washington football team said, uh,
2: sorry, buddy. Yeah. The great Alex Smith, man, the comeback player of the, of the year. Now I think he solidified that, you know, he beat the guy who was running behind him in big Ben, uh, you know, with injuries. And I think people are overlooking, That he got drafted before Aaron Rodgers? Definitely. Yeah, I I believe they are overlooking that. And uh, this man was a winner before, and he's coming back into terms with what he was. And the Redskins are maybe going to be making this playoff push here. So they got a big win against us. Uh, Being COVID and injuries and all that stuff, no excuses aside, it it was an ugly game. Ugly cold game, some drop passes. Um, I hope these teams get healthy because you could see where we were definitely hurting in certain areas. Um, that pass rush of the Redskins was good. I mean, Sweat and Chase Young—they're animals on that D line. We we're passing the ball fifty times. What did the Redskins? Uh, what do the Washington football team do? Good. They defend against the pass good, and uh, we had some drop passes. I think we have, like, 21 drop passes in the, the league, last three
1: games. League leader in drop passes. I mean, it's phenomenal. But I think 20 drops. I think the other
2: team was 30. We During have the season, 21 have, drops in the last three
1: games. In the l- season, you're at 50-something, I, I believe I read. and the well, closest we had team was thirty something. we
2: had six, seven, and eight the last three games. It's phenomenal.
1: I mean, that is a pretty <laughs> awesome stat there.
2: But let's really be honest here. Did You still lost to the Washington football team. I mean, there was some some losses going around that they're overlooking and yeah, we were undefeated and we were trying to we were trying to go undefeated even though they they want to say, "Oh, you know, we want that Super Bowl." It don't matter. At the end of the day, you want to win and you go out there to win. You don't go out there, you go out there to compete. And I believe Tomlin said, "You know, I want players out there who are ret- going to be routine and routine- routinely make these catches." And if they don't He's gonna start pulling these players because at the end of the day, the defense is beat up. Uh, we weren't playing with our cornerback Nelson. Uh, the second half, we were struggling. We had no pressure on Smith. Whether the O line of Washington tightened up, and we weren't just able to put no pressure on him. Here or... comes
1: the cars having a baby excuses.
2: I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, we it's the facts are in the you know the facts are there. there That's was why no the Raiders pressure. lost the week before. That's definitely why. For sure, for sure. Babies, you know, COVID, the temperature injuries. I
1: mean, these yeah. are things that you're throwing out there right now. I just do want a baby excuse, but you're giving the same excuses.
2: No, it's not excuses. This is what this is what happened during the game. <laughs> the, the L is still there. The L is still there. It don't matter, but at the end of the day when you don't have these starters out there, it's a it's, game changer. It's, I agree. Yeah, it's I, try, I I understand completely, it's an end end The result. And um like I said, it's any given Sunday. I'm going to stick by that. Any given Sunday or Monday, or Tuesday, or Wednesday, being that the Steelers, you know, put on a show three games in 11 days to these people who don't follow the Steelers. But we're out here and we're performing and we're not making excuses. And people are like, oh, they made the Denver Broncos go out here with quarterbacks or, you know, no quarterback. And it's because they put themselves because they weren't following the COVID guidelines. We go out here and play against these Titans and these Ravens who are, aren't following these guidelines and we're going against them and we put ourselves in danger. And then we're now we're going through COVID problems.
0: Yeah. And it's, yeah, get ready. Cause you're playing tonight. Oh, scratch that. You're not going to play for another two right. days. You are playing tonight, but you're also going to play in another three days. Scratch that. You're going to play. Um, if we're looking at, if we're looking at the actual game, again, like I said, any given Sunday, the Washington, no name football team has beaten a few other teams. So you have to bring it when you're going against anybody in the NFL. We all know that the one thing that the Steelers did and they've continued to do over the last few weeks. And it scared, it scared me going not into this game because I like most people was overlooking the Washington football team as the team that would beat the Steelers, but going into the postseason, where you have to establish a run game, you have to be able to pound the ball. You have to take time off the clock, keep the time in your, in your offense. The Steelers once again, as Tomlin Likes to do as soon as he sees that the running game isn't working, he completely goes away from it, especially in the second half. If you if they're not getting those those big gains or those you know those uh, those energy plays where you're getting a ten yard run here or a twelve yard run here, if it's just two and a half yards, three yards, three point eight yards, he goes away from it in a hurry. And yeah, they only they, ran it thirteen times. Yeah, this they game look at for all.
2: the passing. They look for the passing as a run game. And the thing is, like people don't understand not having pouncy there is it was huge there's not many centers in this game who actually run block or lead block to the outside from the center position and you know people are questioning why isn't Claypool doing these uh, wide receiver runs and the, the real thing is is pouncy's not there and not having pouncy is is huge and it, it's like I said it Hopefully, it humble, humbles them. It humbles me, you know, because at the end of the day, as a, a fan, you want to see your team be successful, obviously, you know? Right. Or why watch the game? If you're not passionate about the, the fan base or the team itself, then what are you doing, you know? But at the end of the day, don't come at me with, oh, hey, ha, 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 this, that, and the other with some, oh, the defense wins the games. Yeah, that's part of the game. That'd be like saying, oh, the special teams wins the games. Yeah. Yeah. It do not matter. If that night they did, then yeah, Yeah, exactly. There's three facets
1: to a game offense, defense, special teams. And you would need them all to be going. I mean, if only one side is doing good, right. I mean, obviously, offense, defense is the main part of it. But if your offense is terrible, then
2: it's going to be hard to win. If your defense is terrible, it's going to be hard to win. Which leads me into our kicker was hurt, too. You know what I mean? (laughs) No no excuses. (laughs) I'm just putting the facts out there that. You know, maybe we don't go in fourth and one and we kick the ball, <laughs> but, you know, you get this guy off the practice field and you don't have that trust in him, and here you go. Now you're down by six and you're giving that field advantage. But like I said, we weren't getting that pressure on there, the O-line. The football team, they went out and who knows, maybe they go on a little run. And like you said, if we can't run the ball, we, we've been talking about it with Henry and the Cooks and, you know, it's running running back time. You know it's getting cold. It's time to run the ball. It's time for these offensive lines to get that that force going forward. Get your three, four, five, ten yards. Hopefully you break one. Um, and that's that's kind of getting me questioning how we're gonna do against the Browns, and with some injuries to our linebacking crew, and we got the Bills, the Colts, and the Browns coming up. Josh, what's their schedule look like? The they have the
1: third toughest schedule left. Yeah. So like. Again, they're, they're playing some... De- and I didn't doubt the Steelers until this last game. I understand it's the Washington football team. They have a good defense, but they weren't the team that I was going to be like, oh, this is the team that's going to be the, the tough one. No, we should have like, won that game. Like, like,
2: like, head-to-head, looking matchup-wise, it don't matter. We should have right, won that game. Right, on yeah. paper,
1: the Steelers were the better team. Yeah. I mean, again, that's why... I mean, for the first half, they
0: were the better team. 14-3 to going into right. halftime. Damn near 14-0. Well, 14-3 on some field goal. goal. <laughs> An
1: amazing... Gazi- hey... <laughs> that was a genius Man, play by Alex Mount.
2: Like That's that veteran genius hey, play. That's veteran savvy. Yeah, it should have been like a delayed game that or was let the so time perfect. run out. The refs didn't know what they were do- I mean, at the end of the day, hey, like I said, hopefully it humbles us. Hopefully it lights some kind of fire under their ass. Um Does it make you nervous at all going Yeah, we need we need two of these two of the three three games coming up. We need to beat the Browns, yeah. the Colts, or we need to beat the now the you're in an action race. Or for, need to, yeah. With, okay, uh, with you uh, guys
1: Kansas City. Yes, yeah, it's, it's Kansas City and you guys. And the Chiefs don't, like, their schedule is not s- that scary.
0: Now the they Broncos get the gave them a scare, though, too. So I they mean, did. anybody can, the, the Dolphins should
2: put up a fight.
1: Well, they haven't, these past couple weeks, like, they haven't looked great. Uh, so it's
0: coming back.
2: <laughs> yeah. Listen, you played the Broncos, <laughs> so, you put up five field goals. And hey, man, the Bronco, divisional game. Yeah. Can't you don't know. overlook a divisional Look at that, game. They got
1: the Dolphins, that, a game that doesn't really scare you. Then they play the Saints, that's going to be a fun game. Um, I don't think they'll have Drew Brees back by then. They're I saying that they're expecting them. them back by week 15 for the Saints, but I don't know if you put them in that, like, just give them a, another week off. Yeah. But then, like, the Chiefs got the Saints, and the Chiefs, and the Chargers. They're nothing that you really are like, oh, my God, those are going to be tough games except for that Saints game. So the Steelers need to win if they want to keep that yeah. seed. And the Steelers have a way tougher schedule than what the Chiefs have coming up. So it's going to be interesting to see if they can hold on to that number one seed.
0: Yeah, I've, now that the, the Steelers are in an actual race with the Chiefs, now that they have had a loss, again, I, d- I just really love to see Roethlisberger not throw 53 times and then for them to rush it more than 13. Just, just to wear down the the, the opposing defensive line just to establish that you are going to try and rush against them. I mean, the football team they averaged 1.6 yards a carry out of 19 of their carries. But I mean, they won. I'm not yeah. saying it was because of him because I mean Alex Smith showed out, but again, you're at least establishing a commitment well, to I not knew, giving up on. I knew it, it was so going fast. downhill.
2: I knew it was going downhill when people are questioning too is when you got Big Ben back there and you don't do a quarterback sneak on the goal line on like No, for sure. Exactly. That beast of line. a quarterback. It's like we had seven shots at getting in the end zone from the half yard line, and we couldn't get it in. We couldn't do the job, and I'm just like, "Here we go." This Outscored. is this- twenty to three in the second half. Yeah, this is this is where it all goes. And like I said, man, we were already down Nelson. We were down. Um, here we go again. Uh, uh, <laughs> Spielin went down, which another linebacker. Right, went you already down. lost Dupree last week. Yeah. like Hayden went down, so now you just done lost. Both your cornerbacks are out. Your linebackers are out. You can't put Watt in the coverage. You want him to keep putting that pressure on, and know, I get
1: I get grief for saying that COVID messed with the Raiders and you know the the injuries that we sustained. We've so your two, coach doesn't believe in it. Two offensive linemen that have been out the entire season, basically. You know your star tackle and your, your star guard. But hey, I mean those are legit excuses, there, Mister Parsons. I'm not going to say well, that if you're we're wrong. To
2: talk about that, we can go and talk about how we almost lost to uh, the Jets if it wasn't for the worst <laughs> defensive play call ever <laughs> in the history yeah. of
0: a <laughs> right before we get to that there's two things that i have to bring up that if you did miss last week's pod it's worth a listen to hear these guys go back and forth on that it just sets up this show so well uh number one we like to give shout outs on here especially to uh to our members that are uh, on on the facebook group and on instagram devin parsons he did say after bashing josh the entire podcast that if the Steelers do end up losing against the Washington football team. He's not only not coming to this podcast, he's also going to miss work. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not going to show up to anything at all. So I got to tip my hat out for for coming back in here and, and getting what, what you have coming to you. Another thing, Josh, Josh, you said that if y'all lose to the 0-11 Jets, the winless Jets, not the undefeated Steelers, the winless Jets, that you would give up the black and silver. Listen, I had
1: the lighter fluid ready. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the it was already in the fire like we were fixing to light it and then thankfully the worst defensive play call in the history of football allowed the great car looking like the MVP self again
0: 11 seconds left of the game we were trying to get a hold of Josh and he said that he wouldn't miss it because he had to get a lighter for the bonfire <laughs> he was about to have in his backyard <laughs> and then five Ding. seconds later you know it was never in doubt it was never <laughs> no. in doubt. I don't know what you're referring. I to. Love it. Never did I think once that we lost
1: that game. Never. Ignore What's that. crazy to
2: me about that game is the Jets are so bad they fired the wrong guy. <laughs> That's how stupid yeah. they are like, right now. You still didn't fire Gase. So <laughs> Adam d-
0: Gase like took a step forward when they said, "And we're gonna have to let you go." And then the they, they pointed at the other guy. He just yeah. like sat back down. Like, like wait, yeah, we we, we
2: we came to this decision together oh. as a team. Like. What, what is going on with that organization? Stand
0: up if you're losing your job, and he's like already halfway out of his seat, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, no, not you. Sit back down. He's yeah. like, we're, we're keeping what? you. You're
2: doing great. You're doing great. Stay yeah. on
0: track for Trevor Lawrence. But, I mean, okay, so if we're, again, we're going back to analyzing the game in itself. Derek Carr was Derek Carr. He, he was phenomenal. <laughs> like, 380 yards, three TDs, one interception. What I don't like about the 7-5 and five Raiders is the Jets ran all over Whoa. you.
1: They have one of the Maybe worst the defenses. Maybe Steelers should think about
0: sticking to the run. But we've had a lot of injuries on defense. Here we like We had a we lot of injury podcast. <laughs> hey, before we get into the Bears, you know what? We were hurt, too, I think. I'm going to have to go through our oh, injury here we list. Go. Excuses oh, go, again. Go ahead, Josh. Go ahead, Josh. Give so, us <clears was throat> our excuses on even your win. <laughs> that first off, let me
1: just say, that was probably, I think, the worst win in the history of the NFL. Like, there's no business the Raiders should have won that game. I'm glad they did. Now they're, I mean, it's a must win from here on out pretty much. Um, No business winning that game. They... they No, nah, it was lost. I don't think they won it. The Jets intentionally lost. They intentionally gave it away. Like, I know people say that, but I think this is one of the first times I can truly say a team
0: didn't win, another team lost. It was the only time uh, since stat tracking started... It was, uh, I believe, it was two hundred and forty plus plays with the exact down and distance, uh, or worse, that they ever sent six. Yeah, that a
1: team needs a touchdown blitzers. win, and that you you blitz like that, like in an every team would go to
0: situation.
1: Yeah, every team would go to a prevent defense, and you go to the hail mary kind of situation.
0: And yeah, they don't all end up like Kyle Murray and right. DeAndre Hopkins.
1: So, in that sense, this is the, probably the greatest play in NFL history. Uh, beautiful. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful touch pass by Derek Carr, right into the hands of the Rookie of the Year.
0: And can I bring up real quick that before that one, Derek Carr missed the touchdown game yes. when he pass on that. So it's not like they just did this one awful defensive jam blitz play once. They did it twice, and they got burned twice. Derek Carr just missed yeah, it. He
1: just missed Aguilar on the first one, and then thankfully he got that nice touch for the second one. Like, wait,
2: you know what? I crazy know this defense. I just saw it the
1: whole game.
2: Waller was balling out, and we're just like, I'm going to throw it to Aguilar. I'm going to throw it to Ruggs. I'm going to throw it to Renfro. Like, just throw it to Waller. I
1: mean, he got his.
2: He finished with over 200 yards. Yeah, two
1: two touchdowns. Like, he got his for sure. But, like, I don't understand. Again, it's the the Devontae Adams type thing. You know they're going to go to him. How do you not double team that man and force them to go to another route?
2: Not only that, Ruggs is being. If not, he's at least top five fastest players. Yeah, you you don't don't push up on him. You you wait at the end zone for him, and exactly. he has you to go in a straight line. No, like, he bit on the on the short fake. Yeah, you're it like,
0: looked, oh wait, you, okay? It was yeah, definitely so bad. Bite on the ten yard yeah. slant.
2: It's it was so bad. It it's gonna be talked about forever because that that man's never gonna have a job again in the NFL. Like.
0: Someone gave me pushback on this, you know, because uh, they posted the Madden prevent defense. They're like, every 12 year old knows what to do in this situation. And someone was like, well, you know, actually, the zones are a little hard because maybe the receiver's going to slip underneath <laughs> it. I'm like, then play three deep and man underneath. Like, dude, no way do no. you send the house. You'll go
1: to a um, prevent defense period in that if situation. If you lose to
0: playing defa- uh playing prevent defense. Yeah. Then you lost. That's fine. It's, it's not like... I hate when these We're teams not talking to, uh, about you like this. Like, you completely threw the game because you had a lot of money on the line on the opposing team.
1: It's not like a prevent defense and you're down these three touchdowns and you let them come back. Like, this is basically the last play of the game. You go to that prevent defense and have everybody stand at the one-yard line. That's you it. don't let anybody get past you. Like, that's all you do in this situation.
0: Teams have been so particular about a prevent defense or putting talent out there to stop this exact play from happening. Like you guys remember Randy Moss being on defense. Right. I remember it, Megatron you, being on You put on your, defense. your big like, wide receiver out there. Yeah, just the to six, bat nine the ball guy down, that can like jump 40, definitely put him out there. He plays receiver, but whatever. It's a ball in the air, right? Yes. Like
1: you're going out there just to either knock it down or intercept. Like that's what your job is. The amazing part is there's people in Raider groups that are defending this win by saying, well, that play almost worked. They almost got to car. And it's like, it doesn't matter. You don't do that defense in this situation, period.
2: Yeah, they. the whole idea was, obviously, to rush Carr as fast as possible. All he did was take, like, three steps back and just threw a lob up to his wide receiver, which was one of the best pass, if not the best pass of the pass. game. Great it pass. you know what I mean? And, of course, he didn't drop it, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> I've seen a lot of drop passes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's...
0: Oh, if the Raiders would have lost to that back to back plays an overthrow and then a drop on two obviously terribly bad defensive play calls that cost him his job. Well, then at least one of us here would have been looking for a new team. <laughs> so, Thankfully, Uh-oh.
1: the Still- Steelers lost that game to the no name football team to be able
0: to <laughs> take the heat off of
1: the Raiders oh, and kind of
0: distract. I don't know. Again, like the Steelers, they gave up 20. 20- 20 points to three. I don't know. Did, did someone deserve to get fired? Did they throw that game like the Jets did? Looking pretty
2: suspect. <laughs> Do you want to get that loss out the way now so that the pressure's off? You got off? to. You got to get that loss out now so we can finish off strong, you know, get these next all straight wins. I mean, if you're going to lose a, a game,
0: I guess it is during the regular season, not a playoff or a Super Bowl like the Patriots. Like No, for sure. You get it out the way right now. Um, the thing that always catches me is because the more that we talk about the Jets losing and intentionally losing, I mean, there's been rumors circulating for weeks now that Trevor Lawrence doesn't want to go to New York. Right, he may stick around another year. This guy, whether he watched the game or not, he just heard about it, and he had to, like, throw his phone and be like, there's no way I'm going there. Like, I'm going to pull an Eli or a John Elway. And even if he doesn't, because those rumors were also circulating around Burroughs, going to the Bengals. Right. But when you build your culture around this and you are – all but intentionally telling your players week in and week out, come in hard at practice. Let's be ready. And then also we're going to kind of suspiciously throw these games. So like what you're working so hard for, we're going to tank on purpose despite your abilities. And then you're going to try and be like, but we're going to get this guy. Like he's going to be the guy. And then you're going to try and turn it around over the course of the next few seasons as like, no, we're going to try and win now though.
2: Right. Well, places like it doesn't work places like New York Miami, your California-based teams, that kind of sells itself. So, do you want to be that city city life, you know, have that 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 publicity or do you want to play for a winning a winning franchise? And those are the things you got to find with balance and um I don't know, you have like people let's not quarterback base, but Odell, that man loved being in New York. Like his his persona, his yeah. his Just the person he He was. the personality you want to be in that type of environment. It was definitely great for him
0: outside of football, too, for sure. No, definitely. You know
2: what I mean? (laughs) Well, besides that, though. Yeah, it's easy to
0: get into other things, though, especially if you're on a constantly losing team. Like, it kind of brings out the bad
2: side of some of these players. At the end of the day, do you want to live in New York City? Um, I don't believe Gase is going to be there. So they need to get that going. Gase
1: is definitely gone. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm wondering if
0: that's a deciding
1: factor for Lawrence.
0: I like, can live in New York and commute to New England. <laughs> I'm just saying. If we're talking about a winning franchise and being able to live on the East Coast.
2: And that's the thing. At the end of the day, look at Herbert. Is right. Herbert he was showing out. So you take that gamble. There's like four quarterbacks in this draft
1: class that everyone's talking and about. This
2: draft class is going to be so, so wishy washy. This is the hardest. That game. was, that was hardest my question.
0: Little, Do you trust this
2: draft class? And this is the
1: hardest one ever because the COVID. They're not playing as many games. You don't get as much field, like as much tape. Like the kids from South Dakota that everyone's hyping up. They've only played one game this year that you got to see.
2: That guy right? don't mean really anything to me. Like if you ask me right now, what quarterback would I take? Right now, it would either be trash or Matt Jones, Alabama or Florida. See that. I can see that. That's who I would take. I would take the them there. over Lawrence. Them right over Joy Lawrence right now. Over but Lawrence, no. But that's just from what I've seen. If you're off going off tape. off tape, I can tape. see that. Because like, Lawrence, doesn't see have Lawrence. The- I see what you're saying. I've right, seen Lawrence it. play, and I've seen him. I'm an ACC guy, but if we're going off what I'm seeing on the field and who who they've played, right. They're playing all SEC teams right now. Yeah. They're playing the caliber that – Lawrence
1: missed two or three games already exactly. this year. Exactly. So
2: it's like, what are we looking at and here? And they lost,
0: and when he plays, they win. Right. <laughs> now you're talking. So. I, I think – I mean, I can only speak for myself. Uh, but at least for me, I would take Lawrence. But you're right. This this next set of draft classes, especially when you're talking about outside of Lawrence, who is the next great quarterback, I really don't trust any of these guys. Unless, like you said, I'm going to go with Tras from Florida or Jones from Alabama because they're looking like studs.
1: If I'm really honest here SEC though, division. if I am the Jets, I'm trading the pick. I'm keeping Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold looks like I mean you drafted him for a reason, give him the chance to do something. No. You have never built anything around him. You're going to bring in Lawrence with nothing around him. You can trade that pick and get a lot for that.
2: Yeah, like a to coach. be able to
1: yep. all right, so if you bring in the right coach and then you trade that pick for a lot of different pieces to be able to build your
0: team. You're going to improve tremendously and you still have a young quarterback. I think that is going to be the argument for the Jets going forward is once they get, say they do get Trevor Lawrence, once they bring in a new coach, a new defensive coordinator, the new coach is obviously going to want a new offensive coordinator. He's going to want to bring in his guys. He can then speak to the team be like, look, now that we cleaned house, I don't know what they had y'all doing last year, but here we actually are going to try and win games you want to try and play some football this year and so you can turn it around that way but it's it's a dangerous road as a franchise because it's still the same front office it's still the same owner the same gm the same president of football operations that you're trying to tell trevor lawrence like we have your back in the future we're going to bring in guys we're we only did that to get you and now we hope you can save us right from disaster that's a hard ask
1: it'll be interesting again the jets are still trash at the end of the day and I don't think Lawrence is going to save him.
0: I mean, if I'm Sam Darnold right now, I'm definitely trying to get as many wins on my resume as I can because whether I – I mean, right. you're getting Lawrence regardless, so you're going to shit me out anyway. Yeah, so, so I'm we, trying to do whatever kind can to make myself look good, so teams at least want me. And we're past the trade deadline right now, so he's, I mean, I'm going to win for, you some games, screw up that pick, and then you can't do anything about it he's unless He's for me. next season, whether
1: he's with the Jets or another team, but he's still trying to put himself out there for exactly. that next team. Yeah. and
2: while we're talking about that we can go into the next game where uh the other new york team went over in seattle went over in seattle and got that go blue which uh i guess seattle can thank pittsburgh as well because people aren't talking about that upset either yeah there's a lot of
0: losses on here that yeah they owe they owe a great deal of thanks to to pittsburgh or i'm sorry they owe a great deal of thanks to washington yeah the, the
1: football team really uh covered up a lot of other big upsets and that blanketed all the other another one when you got colt
0: out there doing his thing beating shout out to colt McCoy, man he hasn't won a game in four years he comes out and he beats russell wilson on the other side of the ball without any of the like you don't
1: have saquon barkley back there like it's not like you had a great running game you have a, a pretty good defense. You have some decent weapons as far as your receivers go. I mean, you still have Shepard over there that's been playing pretty good. Evan Ingram had himself a game. But, again, it's not a, a team that scares you, and that's a team that Seattle, like we talked about with the football team, Seattle's the better team on paper. Definitely. They have no business losing that game, and for their playoff position, that is a must-win for Seattle. And let's just division, talk about
2: COVID here one second because – the big thing about these games is Seattle and Pittsburgh both lost lost at home. Yeah, th- so, there's this home field advantage this year. Home field advantage. I don't know if it if it's
0: hurt any team more than Seattle, especially if you're kind of undermanned in in any facet of the game. That that twelfth man there. I mean, plus or minus. Uh, I'm sorry. Over under on 1.5 games. It probably adds to their schedule every year as far right. as wins go, just because of their their home crowd. That, yeah. There's no way that the Giants beat them in Seattle with a raucous crowd like that.
1: Yeah, every year they talk about Seattle, one of the loudest stadiums and exactly. that 12th man how how much of a factor that is.
0: It's at least a win not to right. or if not to added to added to their win right. column. It's like
2: three flags. Right, on, that's the thing. How I many the other team you every gotta time think, you play, you have sure. to assume that
1: the the false starts this year have have to be down just due to the fact that there's no crowd noise. So you never have to go into that you know, that cadence and everything like that. And, and you can the hear the play calls. calls. Yeah. So this one is like everything. You get to hear everything. You don't have to worry about that crowd noise aspects. I'm pretty sure they said this week. And I'm pretty sure this isn't the first week either. Uh, road teams were up this week again. Like there was more road teams winning. It's been a trend this the year. Home teams that you can tell this doesn't matter this year. This, this uh, home field advantage isn't there.
2: Yeah, especially if you're the 49ers.
1: 49ers don't even have a home. Yeah, they don't even have a home. They're having to go down to. Uh, they're the Arizona 49ers
2: Yeah, and they're playing like Arizona too. Right after they looked good to go to Arizona, play like Arizona,
1: <laughs> but who looked really good it was those Chicago Bears.
0: Hey, we looked really good up until the last six minutes.
1: <laughs> I mean, playing against those uh,
0: newly coached Detroit Lions. Man, this this seems to be something that. Is for real. You fire a coach, and then the interim guy, the the coordinator, whether it's offense or defense, they step up. They play hard for that guy. They want to get him a win, and it actually happens more often than you would think. And it definitely bit us here. But we're up ten with six minutes to go. Again, I never trust a lead in any sport. <laughs> I mean, you know, just as a sports fan, you know what's in the back of your mind. Right, it's always it's there. Always there. It, Matt Stafford's on the other side of the ball. He can throw for fifty yards anytime he wants to. So it's always there. But. Again, I'm not sure if I have a coach some weeks. Right. I know I'm not sure if I have a quarterback or two. And so – and it's the Lions. They seem to put up 30-plus on us all the time. It It's one Again, of those – Division
1: games, those are always tough ones. You want to get a win for your new coach. Like, you want to, like – you're feeling more inspired because they – you could tell they were not happy with Patricia over there. Like, the team basically laid down on them.
0: Oh, man. Like, the amount of positivity that's come out of those players – since that they fired Matt Patricia, I almost feel bad for Matt Patricia. Right. If, you know, he hadn't have been a a subpar coach there. Uh, Because, again, he's a terrific defensive coordinator. But as far as, again, you you try and come in from the Belichickian tree, and if you try and establish yourself in a way that, but you're not a winning head coach But you don't
2: have that respect. Not at all. So you try to. You can't demand. Yeah. You you try to put that Bill Belichick in, but you're not giving it out, or you haven't even shown that it's. In you to even win games and you can't you you can't force that respect you can't you can't expect this when who are you if you're a new coach you have to be a player
0: coach first you have to. you have to earn the respect the individual respect and in the collective locker room from each player before you have to buy into them so that way they buy into you before they can even hear what you're trying to say because they're not going to if you're trying to talk in a manner that like you said who are
2: you what have you done in the league
0: outside of Belichick? Of I, he might have won you a couple rings,
2: but I haven't seen you do it and, on your own yet. some of these coaches, they try to take on and change their identity and, and, like, control everything, like Bill Belichick does, controls everything, GM, coach. But it's like, you messed up your defense. That's your background. Right. right. You you started with messing up your defense, your whole background, and then you pissed off your, your quarterback, who – 20 other teams would love to have a Matt Stafford. Absolutely. You know, the man's a gunslinger. He's got heart. He plays hurt. If it wasn't for his contract being what it is right now, he would have already been traded.
0: Somebody would have traded up and grabbed him. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? But like he, He's a lot of money right now. But, no, he's definitely. Worth 20 it. other teams would love to have him. Yeah,
2: he's worth it. And at the end of the day, you had to go. Um, maybe he could be a defensive coordinator somewhere. you will get uh, another there's, job. There's talking about the 49ers defensive coordinator, Saylor or Salih uh coming over he's a michigan bred dude so they actually Sounds even have right. a peti- uh, petition started they already got like people voting yeah. and signing and so that might be somewhere he's gonna go uh, somewhere they might go they're talking about even bringing jim caldwell back i i'm jokingly saying uh what's tony dungy doing <laughs> there's actually something that i believe power has ties yeah they coming back to coaching yeah, there maybe was a little new bit York. Of rumors no way yeah, yeah i haven't heard that one yet
1: yeah so there's I read that over the weekend that the chin was i guess
2: possibly Solid. coming back so that'd I be an mean, interesting move it would definitely be Got interesting
0: now that's one thing that i'll say because i keep hearing uh as far as rumor mills go that matt Nagy's job he's he's one of the next coaches on the hot seat uh to be fired by the end of this year and following the Bears as close as I do, I think he's in too tight with uh, with Pace, uh, unless they end up getting rid of Pace too, but the Bears don't usually make those type of wholesale changes like that, and I really think that they believe in Matt Nagy and what he can bring. I think they're going to end up going, well, let's get a new quarterback in here, and then we'll see what you can do and properly assess once you get a quarterback that you chose that you like, and then we'll see what we're doing. I, I like Matt Nagy myself, um, so maybe that's where... Maybe that's why I kind of lean in that way that he's not going to get fired or he's not so much on the hot seat just yet. But right now, I just think he's in too tight with the, with the front office. Right.
1: I can't really speak on what the Bears are going to do. I feel like they're always kind of that middle of the pack team. Again, in that division, it's tough to also get those wins because the Packers, as long as you got Aaron Rodgers, you're going to be up there. The Vikings here, as of late, have just really been doing their thing. So. Yeah, anyone
0: hear anything about Jordan Love in a while? <laughs>
1: not a single. I haven't one. heard anything all season. But unless you go to the Super
0: Bowl, do you worry about that? like? I mean, Do you, you make got Aaron that change? Rogers. Hell no! Do I'm going to make re- that change out, go next year. I'm going to draft another quarterback if it gets into play like this again.
2: Right. We don't need another wideout. Definitely not. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> We're good. Chicago, we got defense. Do they? I mean, it's pretty solid. Not this game. Not in the last six <laughs> minutes, man. Come on, Rob <laughs> Taylor. You can't even force
0: overtime. Like, come on. Yep, 10 with six minutes. But again, Matt Stafford, 400 yards. I'd love to have Matt Stafford. I'm a I, Matt Stafford guy for sure. I've always liked him. And I've always felt bad for him playing such a
1: poorly run franchise. Like, they'll get a couple little players, but they'll never put everything together. And... He just he gets kind of the shaft over there.
2: And this will yeah, just show – that game just shows you that these are all professionals. They all come to play. They all get paid to do this. These guys were all winners at some point. Whether Absolutely. it was younger, collegiate, professional, they're still grown men who come out here. And, yeah, they play a game, but they still got pride. And they're going to come out here, and they weren't going to lose this game.
0: No, 34 to 30. Yeah. on I mean, on like, barn burner.
2: All jokes aside – the Bears have a good defense, usually have a studded defense. And Stafford said, hold on, watch this 400 piece real quick. <sighs> so at the end of the day, those
0: in, yeah, inter-conference yeah. games. We were the worst 5-1 team. I get it. <laughs> I could see that now. <laughs> yeah. That's all
2: right. We're the worst 11-1, 11-1 team. You know you what? Know You're what looking – yeah, I would take the Chiefs right now. You know, so at the end of the day, we could, we could go that route and – We got to get into the playoffs, and once we get into the playoffs, we got to see where that goes. I would love that bye week. But at the end of the day, another playoff contender, the Colts. The Colts came in, and just to feed off of what Stafford goes through, man, Deshaun Watson. I feel so bad for that man, too. I feel bad for that man. His wideout gets traded. His other wideout gets PEDs. His cornerback gets PEDs. His coach gets fired. GM coach. Fired, you know. He deserves it, though. Oh, he was trash. Yeah, but at the end of the day, go. at the end of the day, JJ Watt's publicly out there speaking. He wants to leave, and you're over here, just all this pressure. You're about to win this game, and you fumble the last, you know, last drive. About to yeah. win the game. Yeah, that
0: game was in the bag. That was in the bag. That was a Texan win.
2: Yeah, he's putting his heart
1: on the field, making you know, Kiki kick Cutie look like an all-star now. <laughs> like this guy is just making these receivers that people have never heard of. Oh, he's like going to make these beasts. guys
0: some money going forward. If they don't get him a stud receiver or two, he's going to make these guys look good. Like he's going to get, get this them man paid. Some
1: help next year. Trade JJ watt, make JJ watt happy. See what you can get for him. And cause they don't have a first round pick. They traded that to the, the dolphins. So try to get what? something to help your franchise out. Like as a, as a manager, as a uh, coach, who wants to come there and and do it next year, considering they don't really have a lot there,
0: the coverage pretty bare minus Deshaun Watson. The coverage bare, the assets are bare. Again, yeah, I mean you can always make the case like, Look, Deshaun, you know, you signed the contract and it was for this much money, and so you gotta be the guy there. But it's also like again, like but you offered me that contract and I didn't know that you're gonna go ahead and burn the house down around me. When you gave me that contract, we had weapons like we- <laughs> when you gave me a contract, I still had a receiver. Like they really
2: kind of st- screwed him over. Uh we were a playoff team not too long ago. Yeah. We had a defense, we had a wide out. <laughs> I was doing all right. You were doing all right. You know, everything it was, was happy around had. here. We were the team. We yeah. were we were the, the dark horse team
0: that was on the come up. We were on the rise. Look out for us. And yeah, I have a right to be pretty upset right now. Yeah, go and c- that's why y'all lost your jobs. Yeah. And so even validated my 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 feelings. The Colts in that, if you're Deshaun the Watson. Colts
1: win. But they didn't look like that impressive at the same time. Like they did get the W. The defense looked better, but they, they
0: looked didn't. impressive in the first two quarters. But twenty four points out of their twenty six, and then yeah, the second half. I don't know what adjustments are made or if both teams made terrific adjustments against each other. Cat and mouse there. Rivers almost three hundred yards. Ty's teaching, no picks. Ty Hilton's showing out. Hey, yeah, you called, called it last around. week. I, I, I said I said he's got to come around eventually. Like
2: he's got to start getting into his own. He's too good of a player to not no time but like, like all week I'm 12 saying about the colts what the colts are showing yet again in that game that second half they're not letting no points go on second half. this is like the third week in a row fourth week in a row that they just shut down the offense in the second half and that's how you win games and that's that's how the steelers lost their game hey man so, if you
0: got to get a turnover and you force that turnover that's a win for your defense right there and you know we were kind of backhanded compliments Towards the Colts, we're like, look, like the division that you're in. I know, like you're a top three defense in this league, but it's also like, I mean, you're also playing the Texans. But the Texans, then you went the in Jackson. and yeah. you needed a stop, and you you put it at on it them. When you need it, force the ball out against Deshaun Watson and came away with the W, eight and four. You take that team seriously. I don't I don't like what I see when I'm looking at Indiana or Indianapolis. But again, eight and four, man.
1: Yeah, another game. It also four. helps out that you. Uh, yeah. In your division, <laughs> that team over there—that what was I wrong in this game? This Browns Titans. Listen, uh, y'all,
0: I had to hear offense and defense from Parsons and Fiedler over here telling me, "Look, the Titans are better this way, and and they have the better, the safer QB, <laughs> and they got the running back." And dude, it's Baker on the said, other is side. Gonna
1: be, are they going to score seventeen
0: points? Like, I don't know if it's going to be seventeen points scored. I gotta. I actually have to tip my hat off to these guys because I was obviously gonna. Well, I was feeling like picking the Titans as well, and then both of them just went so hard in on why they're gonna happen. And you know, I mean, Baker's still Baker. Sometimes he's still an Oklahoma Sooner, and he earned the job and his his draft selection. And he can he can sling it if given the the proper. I don't know, man. I don't know when he turns it on, but every now <laughs> and then he gives you a little show. Listen, someone lit a fire
2: under that man, and you know, besides all of his commercials and. He's getting that one showing, and we, this is what we've been waiting for. He finally showed it, man. Four touchdown passes. He put up some points. They Best win heavy. of the season, by far. Oh, for sure. Best win of the they season. They look sure. dominant. But just like the Titans, who were coming back on the Steelers when they played us, they started coming back, too. Yeah, man. And Jesus. They were, and, and they lost A.J. Brown in the meantime, and Tannehill had to put some other – other pieces in the game and Henry didn't really do anything Chubb still got his hundred but the Browns looked good if the Browns and Baker can put this performance out there and you still get some pressure from Garrett and your quarterbacks that you paid this money these young hungry quarterbacks like Ward you could do something if you're the Browns and for me just we still have to see that team I don't know, man. Uh, if they play like that, it's scary. If they play like that, they're gonna be. Yeah, that's scary. That's, they could do something. And uh, shout out to the Browns because I'm happy. I'm happy they're performing and they're they're gonna be in the playoffs, man. That's that's really where the you started to feel like uh oh. If you if you're
0: the Titans, when you know you're you're expecting to hand the ball off to Henry a lot. I mean, yeah, it's a game plan. Everyone game plans for it, but few people stop it like the Browns did. But it was was a third and one or a fourth and one. I forget. And then they'd had a bad pass, and then they went for it, handed it off to Henry, and then he fumbled. And then you're kind of like, uh-oh. I'm not sure if the Titans are going to be able to have that game plan against the Browns. And then again, the other side, Baker had at least three TDs in the first half, if not his – no, all four in the first half.
1: I can't remember what this – I think it was the the, uh, Henry fumble was the first time in – 400 carries or it's like yeah. a ridiculous amount of carries the first time he's fumbled. No, that's so that's unheard of for him stick, which obviously yeah, that's a game changer. And then when you're down that many points, it takes away your strong point. You can no longer just run the ball.
0: So and that's why Tannehill threw 45 times. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and they're not equipped to throw 45 times. Like they're, uh, uh now he
0: showed out 390 I mean, yards, three TDs, one pick. But again, you're playing so far from behind. They put up a 38 piece, On the Titans by halftime.
1: I'll say it again. I said it last week, and I may be wrong here, but I'm sticking with it. I'm still not sold on the Browns.
0: I don't know how many. Well, I mean, as Um, far as how far of a a playoff run, because, I mean, I'm definitely not penciling them in for the Super Bowl anytime soon.
1: No. uh, Again, I'm not sold on Baker. He is playing better. Crazily enough, he's playing better without Odell. And yeah, I think talk it's because guy
0: doesn't have a receiver. I mean, I know they were down on the, on the Titans, but he's been without Odell most of this time.
1: But I think that's better for him because Odell, I think, Way You want to make sure he gets the he's ball. You want to keep him happy. There. Yeah, Landry's a beast. But the thing with Odell is, you want to make sure he gets his targets because he's that diva. He hit throw fit if he doesn't get his. So you're almost forcing more to him. And without him, like, okay, now I have to utilize other weapons. I have to make sure I go to some other guys.
0: It frees him up in a way. So
1: I think that takes that pressure off of him. Right. Uh, I don't have to always look for Odell first. Like, he's got to be my number one, and I can go through. So I think that has helped him out, but I'm still – they're not a team
2: that scares me. I'm not sold on them. Yeah, I don't I don't know if you can really be sold on the Browns or the Titans. Yeah, they team I'm not I- – they got that run game. You know, they yeah, got a run game. Both of them got, got a run game. They got two running backs. Yeah. And that's the one thing that's going to help help you, this, even in exactly. the playoffs. I mean, if you control the clock, you play a little bit of defense, that's how you're going
0: to beat the Chiefs. Let me ask you guys a question, because we saw what the Titans did last year. Yeah. They beat the Pats. They beat the Ravens. Running the ball. Right. Running the ball. They had the most depth. They have the game plan. They have the running. Who do you trust more to be the Titans of last year, the Browns or the Titans again? I think the Titans again because
1: I trust Tannehill not to have that game where he'll throw it away. I could see Baker throwing it away.
0: One touchdown, three Baker picks.
1: trying to do too much. You know, He wants to show that he's that man, and I could see him just trying to do too much.
0: Because I'm kind of looking at them, and at Parsons, as you were saying, they got some defense. If Baker can not give it away and if they can establish the run game, I mean, they're
2: built to beat a lot of these uh these playoff teams. And it's going to be matchups. It's going to be interesting to watch. The AFC is going to be very interesting. And it's going to be watch. fun. Yeah, so and you know, it's, it's a good thing you said a, a Sooner because there's a Sooner in the news right now who's going to be taking some snaps for a Philadelphia team.
1: Such a Smart move for the Eagles. I don't know why it took this long. Bench wins. I don't know what you're going to do with them because the contract
0: that that man has. That's why he's been playing so long is because you paid him to it to be the franchise quarterback. You always
1: have to see it through. You just did the contract. So it's like, well, we don't want to admit that we've kind of screwed up and gave this man all this money. But at the same time, there's a reason why you drafted went or hurts in the second round. Exactly. You already questioning, like you already
2: knew that. I mean, and I, I think most of, of it was health. Uh,
1: I think I think it was more of an injury insurance.
2: And, and we talked Wentz, about it before. It could be like a mental thing too. So there's something that needs to be evaluated with that man. But I think they made a right choice with putting. I agree. Definitely, he, he lit out. a spark.
1: I mean they they didn't win, but they looked so much better. Like Way I better. was, I was questioning. I was like, are they going to pull this out? I didn't want oh, I guess to. the Packers it was close yeah, I didn't want them to because I hate Eagles fans and how arrogant they are and if they beat the pack then they're just gonna think they're the world's greatest thing like I really wanted to see the
0: NFC East win out this whole week that would have made my week that have been amazing I was hoping for a sweep from the East that especially been with Hertz being a starter but you definitely pull Wentz out again I think I think we can all agree that it was too late but you got to get him out of there sometime before this man does have another injury You at least have to have him healthy for next season if you decide to go with him because, again, you have a contract that you can't move. I don't see them being able to move him.
1: That's where I'm curious to see. Are they going to try to move him? Would there be any team willing to take that? That's a high risk Yes, with a
0: lot of money involved.
1: He hasn't proven recently, at least for sure,
0: that he can be that guy. And now we do get an opportunity to see if Hurts can kind of Push him out the door, or if I mean, right. what if Hurts plays out? What if he balls out? Right, they win a few games, he looks good out there. Now, what do you do? Do you move him? Do you do a two QB tandem kind of thing?
2: No, no you're gonna have to eat that contract. Yeah, at that point, you what you can get for him, and
0: or just give him the old taste in hell and just be like, sit back here for a couple of years
2: while uh we work 80, this contract out with wins. Yeah, you just kind of hope for the best because at the end of the day, you got to do what's gonna win you football games. And Hurts under a rookie contract, first round, second round rookie contract, he's getting paid too. So, at the end of the day, it all starts with the quarterback. Yeah, you need a line. Yeah, you need some weapons. But you need a quarterback that's going to give you something, you know. So, at the end of the day, I think they made a the right move. And we're going to see from start to finish what, what Hurts can do. And it's going to be it's gonna be interesting to watch.
0: It wasn't sexy, 5 of 12, 100 yards. I mean, 100 yards on five completions, that's pretty solid. But, you know below the 50% level, though
2: the competition level that's true what did he have to do he, he had to go five for 12 to get him started that's right. because Wentz was playing so bad and again they were playing the Packers who are nine and three of
0: running away with uh with the other side of the the conference there mm-hmm. so I mean yeah they're getting pulled into a game and Aaron Rodgers is on the other side you already know you are going to have to put up points and that team already isn't equipped to do it and especially a rookie quarterback coming off the bench in order to do so um let me piggyback off of that as far as a rookie quarterback getting a, an introduction to the NFL because if there's something Bill Belichick likes to do, it's he likes to introduce
2: right no sympathy.
0: The young quarterback on the other side of the field to what defense looks like. 45 to 0 Patriots against Chargers and and I mean, we were talking about him being the rookie of the year, Justin Herbert.
1: He looked like a rookie for sure.
0: Oh, he looked like a rookie for the first time. I mean,
1: that's what Bill does. Bill tends to take away what makes you look good and make you go another way. He always has these ridiculous defense because it wasn't the offense that won the game for him. Oh, no. It was defense and special teams, and that's what Bill does. Like That's what he focuses on. That's his his thing, and you throw a rookie quarterback in there, he's going to show you things you've never seen, even with these second, third string defensive players that they have over the Patriots, he's still just, he's, again, he's the GOAT when it comes to coaches. This man does more amazing things than I've ever seen. And he just absolutely made Herbert look like his haircut, like a 12-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> Like I think he,
0: I hope he didn't lose his touch. I, mean, I do hope he lost his touch. Let's be honest. That, that's After why he Chargers. got his haircut, right? So that way, if a game like this happens, like, man, look at how young he is. He's so inexperienced. He's a baby. Like give him time. I think what, what tends to happen, almost to a fault, is when a when a rookie, especially at the QB position, when he starts to show out and have a really good year, we're always like hold off on the guy. Let them get some game filled on uh game film on yeah. him and let's see what defenses do when they scheme next year. And Bill Belichick is like, watch this. <laughs> Listen, I've seen enough already.
1: Uh, we got a couple games. That's all I need.
0: Exactly. And I mean, throw him some real man coverage that Belichick really loves to play. Put a couple guys over the top and make him make a play. And he just doesn't have the receivers right now to actually do it.
1: Now I want to see if other teams watch this game and try to copy try to imitate what the Patriots did
0: oh definitely they definitely try to
1: confuse Herbert figure out what they did to confuse him to make him look so bad and are they going to be able to do that like I hope so
0: and again I mean that's one of those they were running the ball well uh four and a half yards almost five yards a carry but again if you're down 28-0 at halftime already and you've already thrown a pick or two I mean that's why you're going to throw 53 times you're trying to throw your team back into it and can we just say like if the Patriots get a Say they get a 10, 14 point lead. Are they one of the best teams equipped to hold on to it? To hold on to that lead? Because Cam's going to run the ball, and their whole offense is predicated around running the ball with either the running backs or a pistol type option, a scramble with Cam Newton. He's not going to throw for 150 yards. I mean, he only threw for 69 this game.
2: Yeah. You know what, Bill? So he's going to win time of possession. You know what, Bill's sure. not going to do? He's not going to throw the game away, he's not going to coach the game away. He's going to make the right call at the right time. Like fourth and ones, you don't go. For, you don't throw a thirty-yard pass on fourth and one. Who the who does that? Big Ben does that. <laughs> you know, Yo, so, Tom Brady of all people has the most QB uh,
0: sneaks for touchdowns. Successful. Successful. Yeah. It's like, I've seen Cam do it, too. Big Ben, come on, man. Call Tom the Brady doesn't even ben. look like a football player. He doesn't. Right. You
2: know?
1: The thing with them is you knew he, he doesn't was going like
2: to do he it. He has real legs. Yeah. Right.
1: Like, when Tom went up there for fourth and one, you knew a quarterback sneak was coming and still couldn't stop it. You're and just like waiting said, for the cadence. And that's and then, behind shh, Tom it, Brady's went. small frame. Right. You don't do that with Big Ben and that monstrous body that he had. Like, that guy's a freaking beast.
2: Oh, right. Whoops. <laughs> and you want to draw forward.
1: these fancy plays. Yeah. Of
2: and uh, you know it's funny because Mike Tomlin brought up, you know, what do you think of that play? And he was like, "That was a perfect play call." <laughs> I like that you're committed and you That's you know coach, you stand by your speak. player. That's that coach speak. But I love it when they control Bill, somebody yeah, just Bill, like that. It's Bill so Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick won't do that. Cam Newton had 69 yards passing. You give the Patriots two special teams touchdowns. You have Gilmore in a cornerback shutting down Allen. Bill Belichick's whole thing is, oh, I seen you pass to Eckler 13 times for 13 receptions last week. Guess what you're not going to do this week? Yeah, he takes away your strength. You're not going to do that. He's
1: he's amazing with that kind of work. Like, he will take away your strength and force you to go to where you're not comfortable. When they played the Raiders, he completely shut down Waller. Waller did nothing that game, and Carr didn't know what to do because that's his safety blanket. Like, he goes to Waller. So, when you took that away from him, he didn't know what to do. Like... I don't know why more teams don't watch what the Patriots do.
2: Well, it's easy when you have a shutdown cornerback. I agree. You know what I mean? That shutdown cornerback, it's. That helps a lot. So much. You know But if you're I shutting mean?
1: down a, I mean, they're not putting that corner on, on Waller. Like, if you're doing, if you see what he does. Yeah, to but you a could double
2: in. team. You could double team Waller and you could shut down a wide out. So now you have two people shut out. So now you're hoping to run the ball. But now they know you're going to run the balls. So, like, it's, it's. It's, the entire offense, offense is predicated yeah. around running the ball. And I'm telling you what to do now. And then now I have a lead. Yeah, they dictate now the way they want it. And,
1: and it, it is it, Yep. And it, he's going to
2: kick a field goal when it's time to kick a field goal. It's just there's certain things that just happen happen in a Patriots game. You no take the who, points all the time. You always take the points.
1: He's not going to lose to a Washington football team, is what you're saying. It's hard is to say what, what
2: he would do because he's lost a lot this year. <laughs> Four other teams have, though. Were those teams undefeated?
0: I mean, do they have the same record as the Bears? God, that hurts.
2: (laughs) I think I just hit that that realization just now. Speaking of still in that division, the Bills. Man, Allen looked good against the 49ers, man. Allen had the game of his career. Yeah, Allen looked good. He's Um, looked incredible. I don't know what
1: what change happened from last year to this year. Not that he was bad last year. But last year to this year, did Stephon Diggs make that big of a difference for that team? Because he looks so much more accurate now. Like, last year, his problem was his accuracy. He had that big arm and everything, but he just wasn't accurate. Did one player make that big of a difference for that offense?
2: I mean, you had John Brown, Brown taking the top off, and now you have Diggs. And Beasley's over there. Beasley's been balled. balling yeah, for Yeah, Beasley balled out. But Allen did look good. He missed eight passes out of 40 attempts, four touchdowns. He against 49ers who just a oh, very good defense them. yeah no i
0: almost them bet them. on the 49ers this week i was like yeah. I, it, uh, there's maybe definitely the 49ers yeah, are scrappy was, again it's not even a home field advantage type of thing right neutral site uh correct not me a from home mode, field managers this year but no no exactly exactly but again you're playing in a different stadium still yeah but the 49ers play ridiculously hard for their coach in a year that they're not supposed to win many games right
1: they've gotten hit the most with Injuries and just yeah, the they have it. a little quarterback thing exactly. going
2: over there too with Garoppolo, exactly. Mullins. It's oh man, I I don't know what's going on with the 49ers, but I mean Garoppolo the, don't look that great. Those are the teams that I think
1: people should get scared of, especially if you have to go to Buffalo.
0: D- during the wintertime, you go to Buffalo. That sucks. Maybe that's the team. Not actually the Browns or the Titans. That's going to be the team that's well well-equi- uh, equipped, well matched to take down anybody on no a given Sunday in the playoffs. They run it might decent be the Bills. enough. Like they're not well, a great Alan, running team.
2: And Allen, Allen runs better than Baker yeah. and Tannehill and Big Ben. And yeah, he's you know, he got some Lamborghinis on him he too. With Mahomes, you right
1: know, he, he's he's moving. a mobile guy that runs enough. He's not a like a Lamar that runs all the time or anything like that. He runs enough to where you have to respect that run. He can do enough to get you a first down when it's needed. Like he'll break off those thirty yard runs every once in a while when it's like you don't expect him to do it kind of thing. They're they're playing better than I expected them to do. I expect them to have a good year
2: again. Yeah, I respect but, I respect their cornerbacks over there. They got a uh, Mika Hyde. They had got traded from Green Bay, and they got the Tre'Davious White, who I really like. Both of them, they're good. I corners. love Cordavious White. I'm a yeah. big fan of. So White. their defense
1: yeah. is, is a very good defense. They've had a strong defense last year. Like the Bills have always had a, a strong defense. Yeah, good D line. And now their offense is coming around. Like, so Josh Allen's quietly having MVP type season.
2: Yeah, I mean uh, he's, he's definitely in the discussion. You yeah. have to put him in
1: there. He's like like in obviously, the he, I don't think he's, he's he won't he's, get it because you have the way Mahomes is playing than the Chiefs. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron no, Rodgers. Like it's, sure. it's really
0: coming down to those two. Yeah. Back to your championship metaphor that you had in a couple of uh, weeks ago in our week review. You got to go out there and take it from Mahomes. You got to take it from Rogers Allen. I don't think is going to be able to do that, but if you go back to our podcast, our very first NFL preview podcast that it was just Josh and I at the time, there were two guys that I was really looking at this year that I was expecting to make big leaps just from how they carried themselves in the off season. How they talked about it, how excited they are for this year, and to build upon what they did last year. Their locker room loving their quarterbacks, and that was Daniel Jones and Josh Allen. Kind of upset at Daniel Jones throughout this he's season. Disappointed. Very big disappointment for me, but Josh Allen.
1: He's I'm, he's uh, a stud. He this took year. that big step that you need your quarterback to take a step forward. Like
0: exactly.
1: Again having okay running backs if they mess around and get themselves a, a good stout running game they're gonna be one of the teams to contend with for the trouble. next few years
2: trouble trouble is a good word yeah trouble alan um, has
0: all the belief in himself this season and just he's been shut whatever
2: out. like we were talking about the snow game and like snow and buffalo and all i could think is just mccoy it's like five foot of snow yeah. <laughs> like nothing but white on the tv Look like hockey game yeah it's it's trouble out there and Buffalo. We look we play them next Sunday yeah. or this Sunday That's, night. So it's a dark horse this team right there for the playoff run. It hurts. Uh, we might we might lose back to back games, you know. <laughs> I hope we turn it around and I hope we play the Bills strong and that'll one be thing a good about, get right game yeah, for the Steelers. One thing about the Steelers we play to our opponents. If the Steelers so can we feed win off that, game, that energy. I think that'll shut the haters up. And the way yeah, I right see now, it, there's a lot of haters out yeah, there. Well, there's always oh, with even the while you're fans. winning, it was well, week after yeah. week there were haters. So You've been waiting. That's and, the and thing. And one thing as about the haters winning. is they're thinking <laughs> there's a whole bunch go. of guys out there that think they're they're right and they try to. Oh, I told you they I were told going you we want to lose. lose. Listen, you every week, were, every, <laughs> every day week they would lose once this season. Every week you were coming out, I told you you were going to lose. They're not who we think they are. You can't. You, you are nobody because you said it the last three weeks. <laughs> of course you're going to be right when every week you say they're going to lose a game and then they finally lose a game. Oh, yeah, I took a screenshot and picture. I called it out. Oh, okay. I love those. Okay, that's great. Let's go back to your other stuff. odds screenshot. are in your favor week after week when right. you do that. You know, like, you guys are my favorite people because I will respond to you. I will talk back to you. <laughs> so at the end of the day, that's just one of those things. I, I love that because... You want to point it out like you're the greatest analyst out called there. Called it. <laughs> yeah, called it. Okay. Well, you found the right guy because I'll call it right back, bud. So, at the end of the day, though, I'm, I am looking forward to Sunday night. I won't be getting much sleep for Monday morning at work. And that's one of them games. I hope we keep it close. We, we we capture that young Josh Allen energy and we play them tight. No matter injuries or whatever may have you, whatever could come towards, you know, with these COVID tests and all that stuff. because. It's not just affecting these people and losses. Everyone's having to deal with it. And it's just something you have to bring up in these discussions. I'll
0: tell you what. I love that you brought up – to stick with the Bills for just a a minute longer. I love that you brought up a snowy home game. I would love to see a playoff game where it snows in Buffalo with no crowd. Like I'm actually really excited for that because the hits in that cold weather are going to just sound god-awful. They're just going to crack off of each other and just – Deafening silence, especially with the snow. It's just gonna, it's gonna real sound like some hard knock defense. Uh, don't, it's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: It, don't count uh, Green Bay out either. You know, it's oh, just I'm looking be forward
1: to right that. too. That's the thing with this next week coming up. There's a lot of these playoff implications coming in. Big games. I mean, for the next, really, the rest of the season. There's so many that can go either way. Like, oh, everyone's so, so tight. There's so many if teams that are or knocking or on the door.
0: Or a chief, definitely. Right.
1: Like, there's a lot of teams. Even, the, even there, like the the Chiefs. The Steelers are fighting for that top seed.
0: They can come down.
1: So there's so much going on. Like even I was thinking, thing with the NFC, I'm like, who is it that's competing with the Saints, overlooking the Packers,
0: right? Because the Packers
1: are right there with them. So there's all these games really are mattering because even these these seeds that are I mean these teams that are six and six. There's a lot of six and six teams that have playoff chances
2: still. Well, and this is a big game for Thursday night. We're talking about the Patriots. They play the Rams. Yeah, and that we were talking uh, last week. That division just beats up itself. You know right. what I mean? The 49ers, Arizona, Rams. Each, it feels just, like every two weeks there's a new team yeah. that's leading it.
1: And like, well,
0: let's oh, get this is that. the favorite. The Rams and the Cardinals. But another division game where both of these teams need a win and they just ate each other alive again. And I don't know if you guys are aware, but that currently knocks the Cardinals out of the playoff race. And they started out so hot this season. There was a lot of Kyler Murray MVP talk. Again, like we, we called them the darlings of the NFL this year. Everyone was so high on them, and I don't know, man. I don't know if they're able to put it together at the end of the season. They're on, they've lost four out of five, and the fifth one they won was a Hail Mary. And they're playing the strong Giants coming up this week. I mean, I just saw the Seahawks and Russell Wilson lose against them, so how high am I on the Cardinals beating them? Uh, Kyler Murray's health, especially going down the road here. I mean, his arm looks a little busted. Looks like he made a tweaked his shoulder, and there's something going on with his foot. He looks scared to run. Look pretty tentative out there. But
1: I mean, don't know Ford, how it
0: goes with him down the road.
1: They got the Giants, who are well, another team that's fighting for that division. They they seem like they might be coming into a little something. Like, they're playing pretty tough. Obviously, they just Daniel beat Jones the might Seahawks. come back. So, they got the Giants that are, are playing pretty tough. Then they got the Eagles. Should be a, a win there. The Eagles just look really down. But what if Hurts come out and looks like, like an MVP-type player? Yet. You know you wonder what Hurts
2: is going to do? Right. If Murray worked out, maybe he'd be looking like right. Hurts. You know what I mean? So,
1: and then this is where it gets tough for him because these are the division games again. These are the ones. These are all playoff. You got the 49ers, and then you end the season with the Rams. Like, they need these wins. Yeah,
0: Rams a good team. And the 49ers a team that you can't count out yet.
1: Right. So,
0: and we just saw what the Rams did to them
1: it's going to be interesting to kind of see where that division falls because they're all beating each other up so much. Again, like I said, it feels like every other week, there's a new guy that's leading the division that it went from possibly three of those teams being in the playoffs to where now it's like, they're fighting for that one playoff. They're seed. trying
0: to fight their way back into the playoffs, Right.
1: Race. Like you want that one team that where wins the division is probably gonna be the one that makes the playoffs and the rest of them might not
0: make it because of the way they're beating each other up so much. And yeah. to mention real quick, you said the Cardinals have the Rams again as the last the game last of the season. The Rams have won 7 straight against the Cardinals. That's,
1: that's
0: I mean that's, they're due. You could say that they're due. It's the same way with the, the
1: the Rams have beat the Devin you said this uh 2 weeks ago whatever. The Rams have no, lost, lost to the, the 49ers, 49ers 4 times. weeks in a row.
2: So it's a division, wild year, boys. That it's,
1: division is just so crazy with the way and, they're and all And just
2: speaking of wild is you got the 49ers playing Washington Alex Smith going back to 49ers. Hey, y'all remember me? Yeah. I just beat the Steelers. I'm going to come over here. The Giants, they're playing. The Cardinals. Hey, they go. Get back to back to back to wins, you know. Both of them. Maybe both of them make the playoffs. Giants have won five straight. Is that right?
0: Are they on a five-game streak? I think they're on a five-game. Since they fired the coach, I think they're on a five-game winning streak. That's
1: impressive.
2: And again, they did it without Daniel Jones. They did it with Colt McCoy this time. Yeah. And even with... I, I mean, th- good for the blue. Even with the Washington football team, I think they're on a three or four game win streak, too, themselves. So, it's just one of those things, man.
1: It is a
0: four game.
2: Four game. Four, four game. game win
0: streak.
1: But still, that's impressive. I
0: mean, I mean, they're getting hot at the right time of the season.
2: Yes.
1: That's what matters.
2: And the Patriots are playing the Rams on Thursday. If the Rams lose to the Patriots, Patriots get hot. You know, we were talking about. Playoff gate. Is
0: there a window open for them to get in? The Buccaneers. If they can get past Buccaneers the Buccaneers,
2: are playing the Vikings in the NFC. Vikings fall off. I mean, so NFC is going to be weird, the, man. The
1: Cardinals need
2: if you're if you were not the Saints, the NFC's right.
1: looking wishy washy. Right, like it's it's basically what Saints and Packers, and then the rest of everyone else is literally just fighting for the rest of that because nope. that's one and two,
0: and the rest of them they're literally beating each other up so much that you're like. Who's gonna get it? This reminds me of with basketball coming up soon. We're gonna have a podcast on that here in a couple of weeks. But this reminds me of the Western Conference in the NBA. Yes, It's like great. You have the Warriors, and then you have the guys who Except might. Western compete. Conference
2: is good. <laughs> these teams are bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> these, these teams are <laughs> well, bad. True, yeah. These teams are all, bad. They're supposed to each be other. good, though. Yeah. These teams are bad in beating each other up. Oh like, man. I mean, besides your, well, yeah, it's, your, it's who's gonna Rams get in? Who's Seattle.
0: not?
1: The NFC West. Is good, and then you got. No, I'm
0: talking about the conference, not the the division. Okay. Yeah, the conference with all them, they're just even that beating the hell out of each other
2: for these playoff spots.
1: Yeah, because like the the Bucks are supposed to be better than what they are going against those Vikings, like we talked about. We
2: brought it up. It might have been before the podcast. The Bucks just had their bye week.
1: Yeah, they're 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 coming oh, no. off their bye. Are they gonna come out like, okay, we got our crap together? I really hope
0: they had a conversation. This
1: whole how
0: they're gonna write the ship. Whose fault is it? Is
1: is it the, the coach, the, the the quarterback, is it the the offensive coordinator? Like and they're coming they're playing the Vikings who like are to run the out. ball. They they run the ball and that's the strength of the Bucs. The Bucks have a good run defense, so it's a strength yeah. for strength there. I think this is gonna be game four the I know we we kind of missed on Offensive Rookie of the Year so far because the way that Jefferson's playing. I was so going to say Jefferson,
0: right? Like, but
1: they're going to – are they going to throw the ball more? Knowing that they have that strong run defense, you just put it over the top, little play action. Kirk Cousins has been playing extremely well lately. Yeah. They're fighting for that playoff spot. They need this win. The Bucks need this win.
0: Like, it's – these are big matchups here. The, these next couple weeks – yeah, this is where unfortunately and and you can't do this, right? Like you have to handle your business. You have to look at the team that's in front of you and you have to beat who you can right. beat. But you start looking around at these other teams, you're like, "Well, if they lose and, and if yeah, the, we win, then there's another opportunity." But it's you can't start looking around are, the league right now. You got to have
1: playoff positioning. If, if the Bucks lose this one and the Vikings win it, the, you know, that brings the Vikings up in that playoff positioning, brings the Bucs down in that playoff positioning. Yeah, the Cardinals are like, I really hope that
0: the Vikings lose. And if we the beat Cardinals, and hey, we're right back Cardinals in. The Cardinals need to
1: get these. Like, there's, there's so many of
2: these teams that are all in that. You got to corner the biggest in the noise. games. Raiders and Colts, man. Huge playoff in Seven implications and five, there. eight and four. You know, you're like, trying to tie it up, move. I mean, these are those players. Raiders seasons. need this win. Yes. So, yeah, this, this week. This week is very interesting. And then the Monday night game, Ravens and Browns, you know, Ravens need this win. Yeah. The Browns like, need a Browns are off. looking good. Yeah. Browns need a feed off what they just had. But yeah, I mean, the the Browns need this W and that's, that's going to be interesting. Now when, when we're talking
0: about this, you know, we're talking about a lot of teams that this team needs this. Can this team do this question? I pose to you guys. Will the Ravens beat the Browns? On Monday night.
1: This is a game for me that, again, I'm not sold on either one of these teams. The Ravens looked good this past Tuesday night, as weird as that is. But it wasn't a game that, again, they played the the Cowboys, who've looked terrible this year. Especially defensively,
0: they look bad. Luckily, like, the Ravens made them look terrible, too. Yes, That's a good sign. Like At least you, you come
1: out and beat the team you're supposed to. That was a huge win for the Yeah, them. you don't they play needed. down to them. Like...
2: A lot of missed field goals in that game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they they definitely needed that win, and they have a good defense. Lamar had some better throws. He, he looks like, sharp. He, he didn't have his tight throws. end. He
2: didn't have his tight end either.
1: Right. And they've already said they're activating Andrew. So I think this is gonna be a good one. I still, again, I'll say Browns because I think they're gonna control the clock. You keep it out of, you know, Lamar Jackson's hands as long as you can. I don't know why these teams aren't just dropping back everybody and leaving a spy and forcing him to, to throw the ball.
2: He can outrun most spies. He
0: can outrun, though. He does have legs. But so it does seem like a game plan that – Forcing to throw. like Exactly. You see that
1: that's not his strength. His strength is these, these RPOs and everything like that. Like, don't fall for it. Don't bite sit back a little bit. The Browns defense is good enough on their front four that I think they can get pressure. Let them kind of do their thing. Drop them back and and force them to throw the ball.
2: Well, I'm a big Ravens fan right now. So, <laughs> I'm going for the Ravens cuz I need the Browns to lose and we'll follow up with I I need the 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 Ravens to win this game and Torrey can make his pick on that game and we can follow it with the Bills Steelers and we'll make picks on that game as well. But I'm going to keep
0: rolling with the Browns right now. I like what they did against the Titans. That was a signature win. The biggest critique about them was that they hadn't had a signature win. They've been beating the Texans, and they've been squeaking right. out against the same the, knock,
1: the same knock that the Steelers got, the the Browns were getting, because they haven't right. had a, a super tough schedule. I mean, I know the same thing with the Chiefs. The Chiefs had not had a super tough schedule either. The team that shall not be named lost
2: to the team that <laughs> has no name. You mean the, the Golden Franchise? What? <laughs> you know one thing about greatness? <laughs> one thing about greatness is you might be able to beat greatness, but you can't keep greatness down. So you remember that. Write that down. I'm going to screenshot it week
0: after week. Perfect. Especially in the playoffs. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm going to tell you I called it. All right. <laughs> Come see me. <laughs> so. On my burner account, I'm going to hit you up. <laughs> yeah. I really think, again, it, it's hard to say because my original pick was the Ravens to make it through and to get to the Super Bowl. Picking up off of last year, righting the wrongs. They have the MVP. But he's been looking mighty suspect. Again, they did put it on the Cowboys, a team that if you're trying to right the ship, then that's you got to... That's the team you want to play because that makes you away. feel like, okay, we're, we're back in this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what are those in boxing? You have the tune-up fight. Yeah. yeah right? It's like, yeah, this is the fight to, to tune you up to get you right for the for the real one coming yeah. up here. Next mission match, you might call it. Yeah. But the Browns put it on the Titans. They, for one half, for sure, they really put it on them. Uh, you know, then they... Sagged off a little bit, kept him in the game, but I mean, I don't think it was really ever really in doubt. But I say they do it again against the Ravens. Ravens are looking suspect
2: on paper. This season on They're paper, I believe suspect. the Browns are the, the better team, but the Ravens have already put it on the Browns. And Baker can do some Lamar Jackson stuff, and I
0: dare say he's got a better arm.
2: Oh, he definitely got a better arm. That's, that's they, got argument.
0: Chubb, they got Chubb. Um, you got a defense, and again, if they play back, play some spy. Cover the deep. It's a. I like that matchup, actually.
1: Yeah, it's, it should be a good
0: game. Should be. But then really again, tight. that Titans, Titans-Browns game is supposed to be a good one, too. What's the over-under on that game? Who's favored? So
2: Baltimore by one
0: point. By one. Yeah, it's tight. I want to see if that changes as we close get closer. Game.
2: Another close game is the Steelers-Bills, and you got Buffalo favored by two and a half. And like I said, we talked about it. Josh Allen looks good. The Buffalo Bills look good. I'm not gonna pick against my Steelers, but we're beat up. I would have the Steelers uh, as a favorite, but I mean, given what did
0: happen over last week, the Bills putting it up there and the Steelers dropping to Washington, I get why they did it. Is it in Buffalo?
2: It's in Buffalo. It's In Buffalo, so you so know have the if they don't give a home, home team, court
1: advantage, and I know again this year home court doesn't home field doesn't really matter, right? If they don't get a home field advantage, or a team a plus three at least, right? That means they favor the other team
0: exactly.
1: And in this situation, they favor the Steelers because you can only give a two like. That basically means we like the Steelers, but yeah, you got to factor in that you know home field advantage kind of thing. I still like the Bills, like you said. The, the injuries are Screenshot. scaring me. The uh, let me call this out now that way we're not getting this. Oh, anybody can predict it. I'm predicting this before this. Uh, the
0: Steelers. He's looking him dead in the <laughs> eyes, folks. <laughs> it's getting hot. The Steelers are here.
1: scaring me because they can't run the ball. Their injuries are really depleting them on that defense especially yeah 13 and,
2: 13 injuries
1: and then but who's counting Who's counting?
2: <laughs> i don't even know if we have a kicker yet so and they're like go said, for it on fourth the their receivers 30 yard pass are forward.
1: having some problems catching the ball for some reason like i don't know why they're so it's bad right now me off. <laughs> i don't know what's happening that they're all of a sudden
2: every one of them's got it's a case cold of the outside. drops <laughs> None of them like the cold weather. I'm assuming they never practice in the cold Juju's weather. Juju's been playing over there for a while. He has no excuse. No, it's hard to practice when you're inside and you can't practice. You're <laughs> playing 3 games in 11 days.
1: Listen, man, you can't use that as an excuse for dropping the ball. You're I'm a not, wide receiver. You get Juju paid the, first to one catch to drop the, ball. the ball. Juju was the
2: first one to drop the ball. Juju was the first one to drop the ball. On have third these, down. Did he have these drops last year? He has a problem dropping the ball. But He'll come back usually and catch the next nine. The right. thing is, it's not just Juju. Ebron's I dropping know. touchdowns. Claypool's dropping them. Claypool. Johnson, Johnson dropped three, four of them. It's like, yeah, you throw it to him sixteen times. He drops four. Okay. It's good well, ratio. There's thirty in the last three games. Yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah, like said, g- g- I'm going Steelers. He's going Bills. Who do you got? Because we care about what you say, Tori. Break break the tie. <laughs> At least the Bills I'm going to go name.
0: Steelers. I'm going to say it was an aberration. That's a good answer. <laughs> That's an unbiased response. <laughs> again, it. Tomlin needs to establish that he's going to run the ball. He can't give up on it so easily. I mean, you also can't have Big Ben trying to throw it deep on fourth and ones. You, Please don't. I trust what I've seen all season from the Steelers. I don't trust the one-off. And again, I'm actually glad that they got it out of the way. It's like, all right, now now we can kind of focus here. On, we don't have to have this thing on our back that we have to keep hearing every week. And maybe a team's going to put us in a trap game and bite us in the ass because we're not taking it serious. Now they can put all that away and they can just focus on winning games and getting the Super Bowl back into the forefront as the end game. Not winning out, going 16-0, and 17-0, 18-0, and getting caught up in all that. And I love Tomlin as a coach. Again, he's a players coach first, but he also has the ear of the locker room. Yeah, I'm going to say that was an aberration. I'm going to say the Steelers won this one.
2: But they got to fix some drops. They're finally playing they the tough. To.
1: They're finally playing the, the meat of their schedule. So it should be interesting to see. And,
2: and to the, the feed off of the, the tough games, and not just because Josh went against my Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm definitely going Colts over the Raiders <laughs> um, for reasons that really don't matter because they actually lost to the Jets. They actually no, lost to the Jets. I don't,
1: I mean, listen, they lost the a win Jets, is a Josh. win, guys. I, I don't know if I need to show you guys this, but on the records, it shows the Raiders have a win. <sighs> I saw what I saw last week. And, and what did the you week see? before. What, and and the, the week before. The final score said Raiders win. That's what matters. It doesn't matter how you get it. A win I is a win. I didn't see your
2: face, but I, I felt a denial that you were watching on your own team. And like I said, it doesn't matter why I'm going the Colts. And there's, there's some stats and some info and maybe some defense, maybe some line. It don't really even matter. What is the line? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what the line is. It's Listen. chasing three by the Colts. Colts are favored by three, which is probably a little too small. It's probably Colts by at least 13. But at the end of the day, we're going Colts. We're going Colts. Who do you got, Tori? I mean, I hate to
0: say it. I'm going Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I... I couldn't find a way not to say it, Josh. Again, I'm going by what I've seen all season long. And even when I think the Colts are going to lose, they end up pulling off a W. And if I look at last week, outside of the worst defensive call back-to-back I've ever seen, the Jets, the winless Jets win that game. They lost to not a very good Falcons team. And that's the kind of trend that I see. I'm, I'm I'm looking for them to right the ship eventually. Time's running out. So when the Falcons
1: beat the Bucks, when the Falcons you know, end the season with the three out of the four wins and we look back on the Falcons and realize that some of the teams they lost to, they should have had, they had no business losing these games. We're going to change our tune on that game first off because the Falcons are a better team than what everyone expected. Now, this Colts-Raiders game, huge playoff implications like we went over. And I'm picking the Colts in this game because... <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't trust the Raiders' defense.
2: I know what the Colts (laughs) aren't going to do if it's a close game. They're not going to. There's 11 seconds left. The the Raiders' defense just
1: scares me. There's already a lot of talk that the Raiders are going to be without Josh Jacobs, which is a huge factor for them.
0: That's a big loss. Just like this will be. It's
1: not going to be a huge loss, though, because they
0: can afford to lose this
1: one game. What? What? They can afford to lose this one game because the rest of the AFC is going to lose the ones that matter. The Dolphins aren't going to win. The Dolphins are going to lose three of the last four as well. So, they're in that playoff spot that we're going to take from them. So, I'm not worried about the Dolphins. We play the Dolphins. The Dolphins got a get tough the head schedule to head. coming up. Get the head to head. So, I we're still going to make the playoffs as the last seed and get knocked out in the first round. But, we're going to make it there and that's what matters.
2: So if you're going to lose you could lo- you could afford to lose to the Colts so you might be on to something there. Yeah, I mean, other than that, you got you got Green Bay over the over the Lions favored heavily, 8 points. So the Lions, yeah, they might have a way to get in. They would need that W. I don't see that happening. Saints It should be a fun game though. It should be another fun shootout. I love seeing
0: Stafford against Rodgers. It's so, any time
2: of those division games are always usually good for the most part. So yeah. you got Saints and Eagles hurts. Hurts is making his first start against that Saints D that's just killing quarterbacks. Rough, rough uh, way to start it. Is it really helping Hertz or is it really helping Wentz <laughs> on the bench? You know, <laughs> it's tough,
1: man. Just this week, a lot of playoff locations that are really going to matter. It's going to make a fun week next week. You know, whenever we can get it back into this. Each and every week going forward is
0: just gonna. It's gonna the be playoff a, potential. Like all these games, just are a higher right atmosphere, right? Yes, these are all be...
1: playoffs right now. So it's
0: fun to do, but some of these are going to be tense to try and go through and to, to predict winners and to pick out what's actually going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be a blast.
1: Expect a little bit longer podcast these next couple weeks. Oh, absolutely. Due to this, because it's not like the, the mid season where you can kind of, these games matter. but not really now. It's like all these games are starting to matter because you've got these middle of the pack teams that can make playoffs. It's game changing. It's beautiful. I'm loving it.
0: Hey, once again, just in the last podcast or two, we mentioned that we have 250 Face group members. We're almost at 300 now. We did a giveaway for the 20 or for the 250, and we're already again almost at 300. So thank you so much for the new joiners, for the new members. Welcome to the community. We love having you. Thanks for listening to us again. We'll catch you next week.
1: Spread the word, guys. Share Let's, if get you it care. out there. Let's get this going. We love all the the support we get, the feedback the interaction we really appreciate it new
0: logos are going up soon thank you for voting on that we appreciate your feedback so let's get it let's go raiders go Ghost, bears
2: go steelers
0: not undefeated